When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Safe to say that anybody who was worried about Josh Allen and the Bills can stop worrying about Josh Allen and the Bills because they've made it pretty clear over the past week and a half they're better than just fine. Back in first in the AFC East, they've won three games away from Buffalo in a span of just 12 days, and Josh Allen is starting to look like Josh Allen once again, which is to say, putting on laser shows, slicing up defenses, and posting dubs. 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, The Zone. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome and happy Tuesday. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this morning. I hope you all had a great holiday weekend. Today will be a high of 23 degrees and mostly cloudy with winds anywhere between 10 and 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow, we can expect a mix of clouds and sun with a high of 21. Thursday, we have intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 37. Sue Muck, our ag meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way a little later. Coming up, we hear from Secretary of Agriculture Randy Romanski as he discusses this past year in agriculture. I get the inside look into the new Wisconsin Soil Health Lab that's in the works at UW-Stevens Point from Associate Professor of Soil Science Bryant Scharenbrock. And John Heinberg, Market Advisor with Total Farm Marketing, joins us later as well. Stick around. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. It's that time of the year when we start looking back on what are the top stories in agriculture in 2022 and what's ahead for next year. But really, 2022 is a up and down year in agriculture. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's barn, or the world's longest barn. And Pam, you talked to the, the leader of agriculture in Wisconsin. What's his evaluation of 2022? Well, I'll tell you, if his schedule is any judge, it's going to be busy. It was hard to nail down Wisconsin Ag Secretary Randy Romanski so busy trying to uh, wrap up initiatives or introduce new opportunities all across the state of Wisconsin. It ranges in everything from trying to find uh, recruits for the meat processing industry, trying to help young people understand uh, what career opportunities are out there in agriculture. Culture, and it's always monitoring other developments like the Dairy Innovation Hub. We sat down and talked about it all, and I asked Randy Romanski to basically start off uh, giving me his perspective on what he saw in 2022. As you said, Bob, 
both the highs and the challenges. It's an interesting year. Every year kind of has its own shape and form. But, you know, since we've been through the pandemic, I mean, 22 was an odd year. I mean, this is the year where we had pretty decent weather, pretty decent crop, pretty decent prices, right? I mean, those are all really good things. And then farmers, you know, they get stuck with prices that they have to pay higher. That's a challenge. It's something that's beyond people's control. But the thing that I always focus on is I look back on the year is farmers adapt. You know, you see it all the time. They can tell you how they're operating differently now than they were a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. That always kind of makes me think about the unique nature of every year. The one thing I'll say, and I guess I've learned this from being around for a while and being fortunate enough to be in this job, is I'll share this with people because sometimes they hear the story, nobody gets along. And what I can say is that policymakers are listening. There are some things going on right now that are really positive for the state, really positive for agriculture. And what I would say is it's happening because the governor and the legislature agree on things more often than people are led to believe. And there's some programmatic things that happen. There's some funding things that have happened. Really positive developments for agriculture. So that doesn't happen if people aren't getting along. And that's what I look back on with positivity. And then the other thing I would say is our agency is here to be a resource. Farmers to consumers to businesses. And we just want people to know that we're here to be that resource and we cover a lot of different angles. But as I look back on the year, those are the things I kind of focus on. You know, and Randy and I talk quite often about some of the things program by program. And really 2022 has been a very strong year as far as programs, grants, continuing campaigns that, again, if you put them on a list, it's a pretty long list. It really is. And, you know, it's how do you operate? And I always think you play to your strengths. Yeah. In Wisconsin, it's great. we got a great story to tell. Agriculture is an economic engine for the state of Wisconsin. We're known internationally for quality of products and the kind of products. And that's a great place to start. But you got to keep investing. you got to keep thinking ahead. What does this all mean? And what I would say to people who might be out there listening is feel comfortable telling your story and sharing your experience. Mm-hmm. You're, you're your own best PR department. Mm-hmm. Make sure that people know what you do and how you do it, whether it's things you do to protect your soil and your water, because mm-hmm. that's your neighbor's soil and that's your neighbor's water, or how you produce a product. Those are all really important things. And whether you're talking to somebody at the local grocery store, or if we're on one of our trade missions someplace out in the world, people want to know how sustainably Wisconsin products are produced. And there again, Pam, Wisconsin farmers and processors got a great story to tell. You know, you talk about how we've been successful in working together in Wisconsin. Now we've got a 2023 farm bill. And although obviously that's a federal mandate, still those individual voices of Wisconsin farmers, agribusinesses, agri-service providers, rural community leaders, that really matters maybe in 2023 more than ever. It really resonates. So again, I'll go back to something I mentioned before. Feel comfortable telling your story. Share your experience. That phone call that you make, whether it's to an association that you're a member of or it's to your congressperson or your U.S. senator, pick up the phone and be willing to call them and tell them what is important to you and why. So is research an important thing for you? Is food safety important? Tell them yes and why. Things that help with conservation efforts. Those are all things that are going to be part of this discussion in the Farm Bill, part of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture. And those are the things that we've been talking about collectively so that we can speak with one voice. So Mm -hmm. I encourage people to think about what matters to them and then share their thoughts with their uh, member of Congress or their U.S. Senator, because it matters. Obviously, policy is going to be something that we focus on in 2023. So, Randy, we've hit the ball out of the park this year to a large extent with our support of agriculture exports here in Wisconsin. We've got the Dairy Innovation Hub. We've got our producer-led watershed grants. A lot of those 
those good things. Now, in 2023, is there anything that you're currently seeing on the burner? Anything that we'll hear more about as we get into 2023? I think you mentioned a couple of things that bear continued investment. With exports, we've got a five-year plan, and our goal is to meet the standards. So we're going to work with Wisconsin companies, Wisconsin businesses, try to market products all around the world because we've got, a, again, got a great story to tell. We've got great products to, to share with the world. That's something that we'll continue to put effort into. Producer-led watershed grant program and other kinds of soil and water health initiatives. Yep. It all starts on the ground, having good productive farmland and keeping that land where it's at instead of having it run off. It's right. really important. So I think that's always going to be a foundation effort for our agency. I'll tell you something else that we've been working more in is the area of workforce. And you hear it all the time. Everybody's looking for workers. And we're not the workforce development agency in the state of Wisconsin. That's the Department of Workforce Development. But we are developing relationships with them, the Department of Public Instruction, to try to build pathways for people who want to get involved in agriculture. We have to get that next generation engaged. we got to get them engaged now. That's our future workforce. And I tell you, the young people that we come across, whether it's our Ag Youth Council or all those great FFA students that are out there, they're the future and the future looks bright. But we got to keep them engaged, keep them here in Wisconsin. That's a selfish thing, but it's important for us. And then how do we engage other people who might not have grown up on a farm? we got to be talking to those young people, too. So those are some of the things that we want to get and stay involved with because it's important to us as an agency and as an employer. But we know how important it is to the agriculture industry. Everybody's saying that they need good, hardworking, right. qualified people. So we'll try to be a resource there, too. You've made fantastic efforts in trying to shore up our Wisconsin meat processors. At first, it was supply chain issues that they were dealing with, just pure logistics. And now, more recently and for the foreseeable future, it is about that technical skill level. And you're not opposed to working with everybody. You said workforce development. Some of the candidates coming looking for a job in agriculture might not look like our traditional candidates of the past, but technical colleges, everybody's kind of at play with this. It's really true, and it's kind of a hand-in-hand situation. We've worked to address some of those resiliency and supply chain issues by getting some funding out to the processors so that they can invest, they can modernize, they can expand. That's great. That's step one. But now you got to have people who are ready to step into those jobs. It's important that we do work with everybody and we start as early as we can. So we've got programs that are being developed for high schools. Mm -hmm. So we give people idea what it's like to be involved in a career in the meat industry in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And all the way to the technical college, the universities, Madison, River Falls, and Platteville have all been great to work with. But the other thing I would say, Pam, is it doesn't stop there either. We are working with that group of educators for training programs for people who are already in the industry, Mm -hmm. training them up even further giving them even more tools to be even more successful. And that's pretty exciting, too, because we're getting positive feedback from processors who are saying, yeah, I'm going to send a couple of my employees to that training. And that's good feedback for us to have. It means that we're trying to hit that mark and we're working with people to get there. Wisconsin Ag Secretary Randy Romanski along with us. You know, you talk about hitting that mark and what Wisconsin's got to be proud of. Let's talk a little bit about what you hear when you visit with other state ag secretaries uh, appointed elected. I mean, people have to understand it comes a lot of different ways depending on the state. You've got a list. Every day when you come in, your agenda's full. There's not a quiet moment in Randy Romanski's office because there's so many things going on. I wonder, when you talk with other secretaries from other states, is it equally that hectic? Yeah, I guess without walking a mile in their shoes, I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's as, as equally hectic, but it is busy here, and I think it's a good busy because we're fortunate. I mean, in Wisconsin, people don't realize we're one, two, three, four, five 
alive and producing so many different kinds of vegetables potatoes were number one clearly in cheese i don't i won't go on because you know the routine but not many states can claim that we're really unique in that regard so in some respects it actually helps us having conversations because we can have conversations with a lot of different people there's a group that i'm part of it's basically the great lake states it's all of the secretaries directors and we get together every other month just to talk about what kinds of things are you seeing what kinds of things what are you doing to address that high path avian influenza was one of the things that we were talking about the meat processing uh, industry is another thing so those are the things that we can talk to each other about sound ideas off of each other share concepts so some of the things that we've been investing in here for the meat processing and meat talent we're talking with other states about those kinds of things we're Mm -hmm. sharing ideas back and forth and it's important that we have that ability to do that because otherwise you're choosing the path that you think is best for your state and you want to make sure that there are other states you know what are other states seeing and the the great thing about the midwest states that we talk to is there's a lot of similarities you know one of the states that's involved is ohio there's a lot of similarities between wisconsin and ohio some people might not think that the structure of the agency the fact that they have labs associated with Mm. what they do i've been able to have some really good conversations with my counterpart there it's helpful to have that association those members to you know have a resource we're not an island that is for sure wisconsin ag secretary randy romanski just wrapping up 2022 with some of the things that he recalls as highlights as do we and then looking ahead to what's coming up in 2023 happy holidays my friend happy holidays to you too from the southern end of the world's longest barn in madison i'm farm director pam yonke this is the midwest farm report with pam yonke ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit moretoadhd.com for additional information. That's moretoadhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com 
From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back on a Tuesday morning. I'm Charity Seebecker in for Farm Director Pam Yankee. And I am joined with Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. Sue, it looks like we'll be back up in the double digits this coming week yet here, which is really great for me because I was not a fan of that one digit, even negative digits that we had. Well, you don't like the cold weather? Think about this now. It's going to turn around, like you say, not just double digits, our normals. We should be looking at a normal daytime high right now across the southern part of Wisconsin, right about 29 degrees. The normal nighttime low is in the lower teens, 14, 15 degrees. I expect today that we all find our way into the low 20s, but then as we look at Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, more likely in the 30s. There could be some 40s in Wisconsin by Thursday. A huge change from single digits above zero at the end of the week and even starting the weekend to this very mild air that's building in. What do we owe this to? Well, the cold air is pushing further east and away from us. That's the big part. But low pressure, a real strong system just off the northwest coast of the U.S. is going to pound all kinds of moist and mild air into the western parts of the U.S. Now, that moist and mild air will be able to transition and head toward the central part of the U.S. It's going to be pulled along, of course, by a low-pressure system, a system that uh, is already providing a little snow off in northwest Minnesota, up into southern Canada right now. Not a big concern for us, but I expect that low will try to edge in, and we should expect that as we make our way through Wednesday night and into Thursday, the clouds redevelop and precipitation, and before you get too shook, I think we'll talk about sprinkles or some very light rain. Not so much a snow event, but kind of a rainy event, which could mean the packed snow gets a lot more slippery, but it's not going to freeze up that quickly either. In fact, temperatures staying above freezing right on through the upcoming weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. Welcome back. It's Charity here with Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck. How about that weather forecast, Stu? It's pretty nice. In fact, today look for partly sunny skies, temps up in the low 20s. Yes, we still have wind chills, south winds, believe it or not. 
They'll be kicking up today 5 to 15, even gusting closer to 30. They'll push those wind chills somewhere down around 10, 15 below, at least as we get this morning underway. Now, overnight, we stay mostly cloudy. Don't get all that cold. Drop back into the upper teens. Western Wisconsin, in fact, temperatures will climb back into the 20s through the late night hours with those south winds still gusting at 15 to 30. And then there's Wednesday. Partly sunny skies, mid or upper 30s, 36 to 38 a possibility. South winds 5 to 15, gust to 30, still feeling a little chilly by Thursday. Mostly cloudy sprinkles, some fog, a little light rain toward the afternoon. I expect a mostly cloudy time there, of course, in the mid 40s, 46 or better, with south winds at 5 to 15. Even with a bit of a rain chance around Charity, I expect some cloud cover and still almost 40 degrees on Friday. So it's going to seem like a whole different world here for the later part of this week. Well, thanks, Sue. Stick around, everybody. We got more ag news coming your way. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank, your local independent bank. We are the premier provider of commercial, treasury, mortgage, and private banking services. Our team blends experience with the latest technology to make banking easier. We provide the advice and solutions you need. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Experienced electricians, come join our family-owned team. Here's Ariel. At EverReady, we are his sponsor for the apprenticeship program. I like the small company feel, that family feel. If you have a problem, you can directly go to the owners firsthand. It speaks a lot about their values and how they value their employees. Competitive wages, great atmosphere, great benefits. Apply at EverReadyElectric.net. For all your electrical needs, we are EverReady. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. You would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere. Much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with a truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, 
jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks, stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet, where you never get charged over MSRP. Recently, the U.S. Navy delivered tons of food to hungry people halfway around the world. But you could help someone in your own community simply by donating a can of soup. Last week, a Navy doctor saved the life of a total stranger. Just like you could by giving a pint of blood. The men and women of America's Navy do some amazing things to make the world a better place. So can you. Whether it's by donating food or simply giving time, right in your own backyard. Brought to you by America's Navy. would never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere, much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead, shop around, and compare that final cost. If the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe, jacking up the price on their Chevy trucks stop by Bergstrom Chevrolet where you never get charged over MSRP Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. Sweet of Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore there's no curling it won't blow off and you won't find granules in your gutters it's one and done it is the last roof you'll ever need I'm Mike and Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Bringing in some big boom when it comes to our Wisconsin Badgers. Luke Fickle's first recruiting class, it's uh, highlighted by some guys already committed, some guys that came with Fickle from Cincinnati, Couple new additions and one big surprise. How about this, Rowdy? You were all over it, though. You were sniffing out all of his schools that he had uh, put up there. He he wanted to play baseball, wanted to play football, wasn't sure which. But quarterback Amari Snowden said, "You know what? Screw baseball. I'm going full in on football." You were all over Amari Snowden, Rowdy. Hey, he can still play club. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can play club if he wants to. I wonder how that would go over. Yeah, hey, Coach Fickle, I know that I want to come to Wisconsin to play football, but I also want to play club baseball. Do you think Fickle would, like, think he's I think joking? probably look at him a little strange. Like some kind of stand-up comedy? Yeah, this uh, four-star cornerback, huge. Uh, let's see here. What were all the schools? He, he, he said no to primetime. Yeah, no to Colorado, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and technically fifth on that list was Howard, <laughs> even though he had a lot better offers than just those schools. Now, he was originally committed to the Bearcats with Fickle, in part because he would be able to play football and baseball. But, hey, Fickle talked about his presser. We'll get to it. Wisconsin is the only Big Ten team without a baseball team. Fickle had to convince him that Madison was indeed the right place. Hey, maybe he did say you could play some club baseball if you wanted to. I mean, less pressure, I would say. But how big is this fickle get for uh, Wisconsin, Rowdy? I mean, f- second four-star quarterback Wisconsin has signed in the last 22 seasons. Brett Bell was the last one in 2001. 
Well, they definitely have targeted the cornerback safety position in this uh, year so far in the recruiting class. A little light on the line, eh? Lot of lot of defensive backs. Yeah, uh, let's see here. The other one, which is a huge surprise, a four star recruit, the five foot eleven, one hundred and eighty pound wide receiver from Hawaii, Trench Kekauna. This guy, like, uh, we read about him all. Apparently, he, like woke up yesterday and said, "You know what? I think I'm going to go to Wisconsin instead." Do you see that story and stuff? Well, he's he's one of Nick Herbig's guys. He went to the same high school with Nick Herbig. Yeah. Ex- Excited about a four-star wide receiver coming in, especially with this uh, crop of quarterbacks uh, that we, uh, you know, from Nick Evers to whoever else, you know, comes in, Miles Burkett, if he can win the job, I don't know. But, yeah, this Trench Kekahuna. So I saw this tweet from Evan Flood that, you know, covers Wisconsin. Good, He's a stoat night, right, Evan Flood? Evan Flood tweeted this out. Talk to Trench Kekahuna about the last 72 hours or so since he committed to Arizona on Saturday. He said he slept on everything, literally woke up yesterday morning, and decided to sign with the Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> and then guess what? Snowmageddon happens. Trench Kekahuna out of Hawaii. Wisconsin has gotten key players from their recent years, like Rowdy just said, Nick Herbig, uh, the, the transfer safety Latu, and then you have you know Kekahuna actually played you know senior year of his uh, football at Bisham Gorham High School in Las Vegas, where he accounted for 1,240 yards and 22 touchdowns for the season. That is crazy. And, Rowdy, like you said, on the defensive side of the ball, nearly half of Wisconsin's class, six of them, are players in the secondary. Another four-star safety in Braden Moore and a three-star in that Jonas DeClona uh, that Wisconsin got. So both of them were among the three players that committed to Cincinnati before Fickle came to Madison. So Fickle... Fickle said they went after a few others. They had committed to them uh, that they ended up going elsewhere. Decided not to recruit a couple of guys that might not have been what they were looking for at Wisconsin. But, but he said, I'm just not going to you know, recruit guys to recruit guys. I want guys that want to be here and also you know, stay for the long run and not hit the transfer portal when they go and get stuff. We have comments from him. I'll play them momentarily. Uh, but the one thing they're lacking, players in the trenches. One lone offensive lineman. A four-star guard in James Durand out of Arizona. Well, no defensive lineman signed yesterday. Any concerns there for the 14 players coming in? Well, I mean, you look at the Wisconsin offensive line. They have a lot of highly touted stars that are coming back. I mean, we already had, and not only is it highly touted stars, but also some of the guys that have played multiple positions and played multiple years. Yeah. They're coming back. So, you know what? I'm... I'm happy with what has Same. happened. I mean, in Big the last month, this was a class that had eight guys in it, and it was ranked 87. Mm-hmm. In the last yeah. month, Fickle has added six players to it. Not only the six players to the <clears throat> recruiting class, but also Nick Evers, the transfer quarterback four-star. Yep. This class went from ranked 87th last month to 57th. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this Tuesday morning. The Wisconsin Soil Health Lab is a partnership between the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point and the United States Department of Agriculture and Natural Resource Conservation Service. The intent is to provide testing services for dynamic soil properties or soil health indicators. 
Bryant Scherenbrock, associate professor of soil science at UW-Stevens Point, says these are things that would typically change in soils in response to different management actions in agricultural and other settings. So, for example, no-till systems or conservation tillage or cropping strategy, these sorts of measurements that we're going to do in our lab hopefully will pick up the, the positive influences of these practices. Some of the things that we would measure to characterize that would include things like the organic matter content, portions of the organic matter that are considered more active, that are directly involved with things like microbial biomass activity and even diversity, the stability of the soil structural aggregates, microbial respiration, um, and a couple other things that we would measure in the laboratory. So that's the intent, and the audience or the folks that would potentially use the lab would be anyone that's interested in seeing whether or not their soils are responding to these different practices. And many of these clients will be folks that are working with USDA programs, and they need to validate some of their management actions. Or they could even include people that are not working with USDA. So we will have the option for just the general public to send the samples, and we can provide analyses on that as well, too. Why is it needed? What trends did you see that you guys decided that we need this Wisconsin-based soil health lab, as well as why Stevens Point? So there's not a lot of labs that run these analyses, first off. So this isn't your typical like fertility analyses where you're running NPK and other chemistry properties. We're really focused on soil health in general, and that often includes biological properties. So there's not a lot of labs that do it. And then the few labs that are actually running these sorts of analyses, there's not anything specific in Wisconsin that we're aware of that's widely available and the other labs that are available in other parts of the country are just overloaded with the amount of samples that they can process and so that's one of the reasons why another reason why is that there's the recent increase in folks working in programs with NRCS to validate these practices and also NRCS is moving towards this idea that soil testing will be required in many of their programs so that answers the question of why, and then why Stevens Point. So Stevens Point is an ideal location for a number of reasons. One, that we have a really strong soils program, and we have a real strong emphasis on undergraduate education in soils programs. So the lab will run analyses, but one of the other things that we do in the lab is we integrate these activities with our undergraduate and graduate students. So it allows them some training opportunities and doing some of the stuff that they would do after they graduate. Another reason why Stevens Point is that we've had pretty rich history of collaboration with NRCS over the recent time and over a longer period of time in which we've been training students for work in the agency and also we've had some recent partnerships on some other research endeavors under the Cooperative Soil Survey idea. We are going to be housed over Stevens Point, but the idea is that maybe once we vet the properties and we figure out the protocols that we want to run for these analyses, the model could be implemented at other UW schools if the demand exceeds what we can actually supply in terms of analyses. How will it work and 
kind of twofold. What will it do for Wisconsin farmers? So then how do they go about sending their soil testing to you guys? What does that process look like for them once it's open? There's probably two scenarios. There's one scenario in which the farmer is working directly with an NRCS agent, either conservation or soil science side. And in that case, the NRCS personnel would work with that farmer to help them sample or show them how to sample and then maybe even collect the samples for them. And then they send it off to our lab and we'd run them. We'd provide some interpretation and results for the NRCS person and also the farmer. The second scenario is that a farmer might just be interested in understanding the effect of their practices and they would be collecting their own samples and sending them to us and we would be running those analyses and then providing some interpretation on that. So we would run things like organic matter and lay biocarbon, but then the idea is that we'd also provide, hey, these properties seem to be responding to these practices that you're implementing and provide some guidance to the farmer on the efficacy of their management really. So in order to do that, when we're actually collecting samples, we'll be asking for information about like where are these fields located, what sort of practices are people doing on the fields. When will this Soil Health Lab officially be open and will it be open specifically just for undergrads to start using or just the NRCS, USDA groups or everybody or kind of what's that pipeline look like moving forward? So right now we're at stages where we have all of our protocols kind of written up and we're working with our test samples. So these are a set of samples that that are provided to us by NRCS folks to just kind of vet our protocols, making sure we're getting good data. And once we finish those analyses and provide the results back to the NRCS folks and everyone's on the same page with what we were running and they all look good and we're ready to proceed, then we would go into the next phase in which we would publicly announce to the folks that we're ready to accept samples and we'd be running them. So the timeline for this, we hope to have the vetting of our initial samples done before the spring semester of 2023 starts because I'll be doing a lot of the work over the winter break. So we're hoping early spring is the time in which we'd open it up to public submission. That was Brian Scherenbrock, Associate Professor of Soil Science at UW-Stevens Point. You can learn more by contacting him at 715-346-3704. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. It seems like it never fails. I get a customer turned online and their solar is producing. And sure enough, that next month I get a text or an email from that customer or they call into the office even or even come in. They want to show us their bill and say, look, zero dollars. It's always super exciting to be able to be part of that and have that joy and excitement with the customer. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you 
are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. Welcome back. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you. In case you missed it earlier, the weather today is going to be a high of 23 degrees and mostly cloudy. Tomorrow, we can expect a mix of clouds and sun with a high of 21. And Thursday, we have intervals of clouds and sunshine with a high of 37. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is reminding snowmobilers to operate within their limits and stay sober on the trails this season. I know we've gotten a lot of snow, and we all want to be out there on the trails having fun, but be sure to be safe. In the early months of 2022, there were 14 fatal snowmobile crashes, with 10 involving alcohol. Alcohol can affect your risk perception and reaction time. If you do choose to consume alcohol, wait until after you've safely returned home. It could really save your life or others' lives who are also on the trail with you. Excessive speed, alcohol use, and inexperience contribute to snowmobile crashes. Remember to ride responsibly and look out for yourself and others. Sober riding is always the best polity, says Lieutenant Jake Holsklaw, DNR Off-Highway Vehicle Administrator. He also says snowmobiles and drinking don't mix. Making the smart choice and abstaining from alcohol can save your life. Impairment of any kind, either by drugs or alcohol, can have tragic consequences. On a positive note, six Wisconsin schools were selected to get pollinator grants. The Sand County Foundation is awarding pollinator habitat grants to agriculture and science programs at 21 high schools in Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And the selected schools in Wisconsin are Cambridge High School, Ozaki High School, Independence High School, Indian Trail High School, Sauk Prairie High School, and Wapan Area Junior and Senior High School. So congratulations to those six Wisconsin schools as they will be receiving prairie seeds and seedlings, a consultation, and $1,000 to support their project expenses. Now let's take a look at our Chicago markets. Cash corn is trading at 666 and a quarter, up five and three quarters. December 2023 new crop corn is trading at 601 and three quarters, up a half of a cent. Cash soybeans are trading at 1479, up 11 and a quarter. November 2023 new crop beans are trading at 1393 and a half, up 11 and three quarters. March 2023 cash wheat is trading at 776, up 13 and three quarters cents. July 2023 new crop wheat is trading at 786 and a quarter, up 11 and a half. On the dairy side of things, January class three milk contract is trading at 1943 100 weight. That's down three cents. And February milk is trading at 1893, up 26 cents. Barrel cheese closed on the 23rd at 179 and a half, up three and a half cents. 40 pound block cheese closed at 212 and a quarter, up five cents. And the double A butter closed at 239 and a half, down eight cents. We're going to focus on all the commodity news you can handle coming up. We have John Heimberg, market advisor with Total Farm Marketing, joining us live to kick you off on this Tuesday morning. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Create the floors you love this season with DIY and budget-friendly flooring from Wiseway. With Wiseway Flooring's direction, you'll only need to be moderately handy to accomplish brand new floors. 
I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our do-it-yourself products might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening, and they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Welcome back. I'm Charity Subecker here, rounding out the farm show this Tuesday morning with market advisor John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing joining us. John, there were some big livestock reports Friday, some big news. What can you tell us? What did we see? Well, the USDA came out with their quarterly hogs and pigs report, as well as the December cattle on feed report on Friday. Let's just quickly hit the numbers, starting with that hogs and pigs report. You know, expectation for both livestock groups is that we're going to continue to see tighter supplies of animals going forward. Quarterly hogs and pigs did come in with that type of numbers, at least here in the front end. Still hogs down about 2% year over year compared to last year. So that keeps the pork supplies at least fairly tight. But we did start seeing a little bit of growth maybe in the breeding stock. Breeding stock leveled off. In terms of animals kept for breeding, and we're watching that pigs per litter, or excuse me, the farrowing tensions number coming up here in December and February, up being up one percent. You know, so that kind of basically means maybe we're a little bit thinner on the hogs in the front end here. Steady year over year going into the spring and summer. We've had a pretty good move in prices there, so it might just level things off a little bit. I don't think prices are going to tumble, but I think prices might just be a little bit more calm in this window. Going to that cattle and feed numbers, like there we do see those numbers coming down, three percent less cattle on feed than last year. Number of animals going into the feedlots down 2% from last year. It was a little higher than the market expected, but overall, though, we're still looking at tighter cattle supplies going into 2023 and beyond. And that's something I think is going to keep this market very well supported here because the demand for beef is staying very, very good, especially with the U.S. consumer. Yeah. With cattle markets, you know, cattle and hogs, those numbers are still declining. Can you touch on maybe what is the trends that are causing that and how does that affect consumers potentially in future markets? 
Well, it's been basically a combination of factors, mostly though the cost of inputs, the cost of grains and feed going into those animals, cut the profitability margins or turned them even negative for producers. So that need for want for expansion has just gone to the sidelines. And cattle, we got to throw in the weather conditions that we've seen. It's really hurt the cow crop in terms of keeping you know pasture availability out there. There's still a lot of issues with that right now. Just talking to a producer in Kansas, he's holding off on buying cattle in for the backgrounding side. In other words, just raising feeders because he doesn't have the pasture at this time frame because the crop conditions are there with that overall though just keeps the prices probably fairly well supported in terms of what's going to be available to the consumer again at this price these numbers again the competition for beef is still going to stay very high but the u.s consumer seems to still want to pay that up pay up for that at this time frame well another thing they're going to be expecting markets pretty vaguely right now is the china re excuse me, China reopening from COVID. Can you talk about what that means for the impaction of markets? There's a couple different things working there over the weekend. China opened up its borders to, for outside tourism or outside trans, you know, people coming in and out of the country without restrictions. Again, another step to go away from that COVID zero policy. That's got some markets moving on the on the overnight. Stocks are up here a little bit. Crude oil is higher. You know, we're watching also palm oil prices just because of potential demand. So we might see some pop from that on the open today. Just a little bit of energy in the markets. But again, we got to watch so what's going to happen with the cases over there. Things are exploding in that regard, and that could be something still a limiting factor, but just getting the world's largest buyer free to get movement of products in and out and people in and out might be something the markets have been kind of waiting for. Oh, of course. And speaking of with that, how about quarterly hogs? What is the outlook on those? Well, again, we touched on that numbers. Again, numbers seem to be tight, but I think we're going to watch the hog numbers in the spring start to step up a little bit again, which could bring some of those pork prices down. We've had a good run out there. Producers probably need to start taking a look at defending that area and the prices that we see there, especially given the fact that farrowing tensions and the number of hogs coming into, into that window is starting to level out compared to last year. And national average soybean basis continues to remain strong as the market moves into the end of the year. How does that impact livestock markets and farmers' decision-making moving forward? Well, that's been one of the strengths in the soybean market besides the export demands picking up here in the recent weeks. And that really something we need to watch because that window might be closing. But crushers have still good margins. There's good value for soybean meal. There's good value for oil. If that palm oil price spills over in the soybean oil market, that just keeps the U.S. domestic processors involved in the marketplace. That's what's keeping that basis high right now because bushels are tight and they're going to still want to lock those supplies in into the spring and summer. So gives us a marketing opportunity for producers but don't forget about that big South American crop coming. That is going to weigh on prices as we move into later spring. And lastly, what questions are you getting from your customers right now as you are and they are preparing for 2023? A lot of them are just focused on that cash marketing side. When do I make sales? Things along those lines. Again, I just keep telling people you got great value out there. We got potential for big crops coming from South America. That's going to weigh on prices. You have to assume normal weather as possible. So take advantage of the prices that are in front of you now. Use those risk management tools to somehow either protect the bottom side or keep your price flexibility open to the upside. Well, thank you, John. Once again, that is John Heinberg, market advisor from Total Farm Marketing out of West Bend. And you can learn more by going to TotalFarmMarketing.com or contact him at 800-334-9779. Once again, John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. Be sure to stick around and join me tomorrow morning as well as I will be kicking off the morning show with you again. Looking forward to it and have a great rest of your day. 
This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you need accurate insights to make informed decisions on your dairy, you need Affy Milk. With Affy Milk, you can know what's happening with your cows, when there's a problem, and when used with Affy